Form of art there ever was Y'all can keep on saying it's gonna die But it never does It never will Cause dope MCs will keep on flexing skills With or without a record deal I always kept it real Remember the feeling the first time that you heard Iron Man? Even if you weren't into rap You were surprised like damn This shit is dope Not and let your mind expand And put your hands up If you ever poured old English in your frying pan Hip hop is older and wiser No it ain't dying fam If you can't see that then you need an eye exam now I'm a man, but when I was a younger cat, the radio would play dope songs, and now it's fucking whack. Cornballs rapping about guns and crack, but it's all a fantasy, it's all made up, and nothing's fact. I live the stuff that I spit when I'm in the booth, and I still bump ill street blues and live in proof. Let's just go. Um, hey, welcome to Red River Podcast episode. I don't know what the fuck it is, but you're going to We see- never know. Yeah, you're going to see it up on there and shit. No big deal. Uh, today, we get to talk to Nightwalker, man. Hip-hop MC, hip-hop producer. Thank you so much for hanging out and doing this shit, man. No doubt, bro. So, um, you know, you're like one of them dudes that like... Interesting, man. You're super talented. Uh, me and Brian are big hip-hop fans. And whenever you drop like, you know, beats, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I love the whole hip-hop production side of it. And like, you know, we always hit each other back and forth, man. And I'm like, I, I don't really know much about like Dead Rabbits. I don't know much of why you went to Chicago. And you're a super talented dude. So I figured, you know, we have a podcast and we like talking music and shit. So we'll fucking, you know, I wanted hey, you to talk. Let's talk. All right, cool. Um, so anyway, growing up on Long Island, I, th- I think you're from like, uh, was it Plainview, was it? Oh, that page. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Ah, that, shit. That's where shout- I work. Shit. Shout out to uh, Joe Sullivan and, and, and that whole crew. <laughs> but um, so how did you get into music? Because you also do, I, I mean, maybe just growing up where we grew up, you know, we're always so influenced by guitar based music as well. You know, like I wanted to DJ. I always wanted to DJ. But in my head, I'm like, I think I could play the guitar and it's a lot easier than figuring out how to like cut beats. So I think I, I did the opposite. I okay. <laughs> I want to be in a band and shit. And then I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not good at this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so how did that begin for you? It's hard to find other people that are good, too. Come on, I'm going to just move my... Yeah, it's hard to find, like, other people that you can be in a band with. Yes. Like, I'm talking about when I was, like, 12 and shit. I'm not talking about, like, a grown-up, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. A little kid, like, oh, cool, yeah, we're in a band now. Uh, There was no internet. (laughs) It's like, uh... Yeah, cool. Like I set up my bass. I, I remember I used to bring my bass amp outside on my porch. <laughs> Me and my guy used to fucking jam out, like playing Cliff Burton solos and shit outside. <laughs> so, so my neighbors cops and shit. Yeah, okay, that that's awesome. So you were playing bass, and uh, like, was music always like a big part of your life? Hell yeah, always. Yeah, me too. Since, I mean, since I was like old enough to make my own choices and shit, you know, since I was like eleven or. Since I started drinking and shit, you know? what was the thing that got you? That you know, the bug that bit you. Did you grow up in a musical household? Did you something you just heard, or what? What uh, yeah, got you into? I mean, my parents listened to a lot of music, but they none of them really. They, they had guitars and shit, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like my dad had like I took their record collection when I was real young, and they had like Black Sabbath and Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin and shit. When I was like sure. a little. And I was yeah. like that. Then, like, my friend's older sister 
used to hang out with older kids than her. So when I was like 12 or 11, I was hanging out with like 20 year old motherfuckers and shit. They were listening. They were putting me on to like kill them all and fucking tales from the hard side and shit. You know, I was like, yo, this is fucking dope. And then it wasn't until I heard like Onyx and like do shit with Biohazard and shit like that. And I was like, yo, mm. I like this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I like this a lot. Like the we Judgment did. Night yeah, we did. We did a whole episode. <laughs> we did a whole episode. Yeah. Yo, because one day we were like, you know how some age, some records don't age well. And we know the movie, the movie was kind of not very good, but we, we were kind of let down by it growing up. But the record, I'm like, let's do an episode and break down each song to see if these songs still stand the test of time. And and a lot of them did and shit, but that record in particular, man. I mean, the, um, Onyx, the Onyx and Biohazard was yeah. fucking changed my life, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and, and a lot of that, that, that those records still fucking hold up so much so that we were like, let's do a whole fucking episode on it. <laughs> yeah, not even to jump ahead too. you later and you did a track with Tim from VOD, right? Submission or remix. Is it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was a long time ago. But yeah, I did. I did. That was on my first album. And like, sure. That shit came out in 2007. Wow. So I don't even know when we recorded that shit. But that was like with a band from Belgium. And then my guy, Larry from Nassau Chainsaw. Yeah. They put that together. He used to be the drum. I don't know how how far you guys go back, but he's going to say drummer. neck and a band called neck. There you go. He was the drummer and a neck. And yeah, then he yeah, became yeah. a rapper. I met him in like, or like maybe 2000 or two ninety nine or 2001. And we were like, both like, yo, we're like by ourselves, like one man army fucking rappers. Like, Oh, we were the only ones really from long Island that were like in Brooklyn in this, in Manhattan and fucking Staten Island and shit like that. So we were just like, yo, Let's just do shit together. And that motherfucker was wild. Dude. We used to break chainsaws out and fucking hand the crowd like machetes and shit. Yeah, yo, <laughs> okay. We broke a couple places. No, I, I never, I never seen it, but I heard Nassau Chainsaw was pretty wild live. You know, I never got a chance to see it, but can you describe like a show, like a wild, like maybe the craziest show you saw of theirs? I mean. I don't know how much I'm about to like. I'm like I don't know, but we used to we used to <laughs> roll up and like these motherfuckers would have a duffel bag full of like spike bats, like machetes, hatchets, and shit, and just like dump them off the stage, like for like everyone in the crowd can like get one. <laughs> everyone in the crowd like gets a weapon yeah. and shit. Wow! Oh no, man, we, we had some fucking wild ass times, dude. That is wow. uh That is. That's some... still a good friend of mine to this day, man, Larry. What up, Larry? Shout out to Larry. Um, so somewhere along the way, like, uh, you know, you, you start making, did you start rapping first or did you start making beats first? I started rapping and like, okay, so I'll, I'll go back to how I started rapping. So when we were like 12, like 12, 11, 12, 13, we used to like ask people, the older kids would like get us forties and shit. Always. You know, like, yo, can, can yeah. you go get us like, 340s OE and shit, you know, like we were just like smoke blondes and drink 40s and shit when we were little kids. And there was this one dude that was like part of the Lost Boys crew. Lost Boys is like one of my favorite fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. rap groups like of all time. But they, they played Center Each. Crew that like wasn't a rapper, but he was like friends with them or whatever. Yeah. In their gang or whatever the fuck it was, was like, yo, I'll do it, but you guys got to fucking kick a freestyle. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means, dude. I'm like, I listen to Metallica and shit. <laughs> he's like, you got to kick a freestyle. And he like made a, like someone started beatboxing and he did that shit. 
and then that was like when I was 12 and I've been rapping ever since. Well, that's pretty <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. So then he was just like, I'll get you some shit. You just got to freestyle. You got to freestyle. I'm like, all right. I don't know how to do that. He's like, yo, just just like start saying words and shit. And then I, like I went home and started writing. I, I, I found all my old notebooks and shit. It's like, yeah. like 12, 13 year old kid. I'm fucking writing songs. I have no idea what bars are. Like, how yeah, to yeah. Count. You but just rhyme. Like, Yo, I'll fuck you up. Say <laughs> <laughs> a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> they they played Center Reach, I remember, and for the longest time. So I had I'm not gonna mention their names, but like for the longest time, uh, you know, somebody that we knew was uh I mean, I guess they played and you know, one of our mutual friends just like banged one of them. Uh, and the place was called Tokyo Joe's. You remember Tokyo Joe? <laughs> so they played oh, yeah. they played I, I saw in- Corey Feldman there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And the truth movement. No joke. (laughs) The calendar was wild because they had Corey Feldman and the Lost Boys. But shout out to to my friend who banged one of the Lost Boys. And uh, (laughs) her life was awesome Uh, afterwards. I don't know. I don't want to name her, but she's doing well. So good. But um, so at that at that age, man, I I love to get into like influences. Like um, what was like the first hip hop? record that you heard that kind of like blew your mind where you just like this is because we all grew up like you know we're all listening to fucking you know and just for all and the black album and stuff like that but somewhere along the way you you make that turn and you realize because back then man it was like you're either it's like oh do you listen to rap or do you listen to rock like it was so divided for a little bit there so once you and i was both both heavy man i'm still yeah no yeah Yeah, for sure. But like so everything, people, even if you were like, listen, to, do you listen to punk or do you listen to metal? Yeah. Do you listen to like everything yeah. was segmented? And we do you listen to punk or do you listen to like New York hardcore? Yes. Yeah. Listen- <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yo, we're all outsiders here. Like, why Why do we have to? And we're all beef? garbage heads. Um, <laughs> yeah. But to me, like, I, I'm probably going to say like maybe like I remember I bought two cassettes. One was t- uh, Tone Loke, Loked After Dark, because Funky Cold Medina. Yo, Funky Cold Medina blew my mind. And then I bought Def Leppard Hysteria. So, like, what was the record that, like, shifted you? I'm going to say, like, probably back the fuck up. Okay, yeah. And, like, around that era, it was like, like, I also like most, like, the Cypress Hill. Mm. I mean, that's... Like, like, Cypress Hill's first album and fucking... And then, like, when 36 Chambers came out and fucking, like, what else did I like? Like, Big L's Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous. So, yeah. Like, all that that era, like, all that shit was starting to come out. I, I always liked Lord Finesse. Yeah. I don't know. Like, were, were you happy? Were you happy with the winner of uh, the Red River podcast group? The the best song on 36 <laughs> Chambers was, uh, what was it? Mystery. Mystery of the Chess Box. You Man, know that's cool. Yeah. Whatever. It's how do you pick a best song? Yeah, I know you get, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. the kind of minutia we deal with, yeah. You know? That's the stupidity yeah. that we, we, you know, <laughs> I'm just out here trying to, you know, entertain someone's day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those records in particular for sure, man. Like, uh, 36 Chambers was huge for us, even Big L. Like, Big L, like, I wish he had mm. more of, I wish he, I wish he lived longer because <laughs> what that record was that he did, like, lyrically to this day, like, they, like. You could tell me that's the best lyrical album, you know, like best lyrical hip hop record. And I would be like, I can't really argue with that. Dude, my dad got me that CD. Like, I don't even know what it was. And my dad's like, yo, my friend sells CDs. He said this one was rap. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I looked at the front cover. I'm like, this shit looks corny and shit. Oh. And, I, <laughs> and I put it in, and I put it in my CD player and like, 
I had like, it's back when, you know, you had like house phones or like you had to ride your bike. I like went to get all my friends like, yo, you guys got to fucking hear this shit. <laughs> I fucking like, yeah. we all like kicked it in my room, like listening to fucking Big L on my boombox and shit. Dude. Like, yo, what the, this motherfucker's talking about killing, robbing old ladies and shit. Yo, yeah. this shit is fucking crazy, dude. You know, it's still, man, it's still fucking great. Um, so like you're listening to things through, you know, I remember when I first learned how to play guitar, um, I couldn't really decipher, you know, what the guitar was. I, I, I like, I couldn't really figure out that everything playing at the same time was music me playing like, cause I'm like, I'm playing these chords, but it doesn't sound like that song. So did you start listening to hip hop records on that level because you're, you're like right now you're such a great producer like how long like how would that took me like 20 years to figure out how to do that shit congrats <laughs> man congrats we're here i feel like i just started making beats right now but i've been making beats for like 20 years you know but i mean i, I don't know I, I, it's just like i think now i kind of i really have the grasp of it but i didn't really like i was just like okay i'm just like playing shit and it's it's a, like it, it sounds good in my ear. You know, it's shit that I did 15, 20 years ago. Like, it sounded good in my ear, but I didn't really understand how to, like, make a pocket for the bass to go in and, like, you know, like, I didn't know what, what how to count bars or how long to make shit or anything like that. I think I, like, I've maybe in the past 10 years, I've figured that out. And, like, in, right now, when I'm, like, basically this pandemic made me be like, yo, I'm not going back to work ever again. It's just not going to fucking happen. I'm not doing it. I'm too comfortable in my crib. So I was like, I'm fucking doing this shit now. So I just like really sat down and like plugged in all my old gear that I haven't used in 10 years and shit. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to figure out how to make all this shit work together. And that's like, I'm just recording albums and albums and fucking producing shit for other people. So, Mm. but I think it it took me like 20 years to fucking really, really. Yeah. You're supposed to feel that way. Like, I mean, like, you know, when I listen back to shit that I was doing, like, you know, even five years ago, like, I'm like, ah, Oh my God, you're always, that's the drive that keeps you creating. Like you make a record or you make a song or you make a beat and you hear it and you're like, oh, that's cool. I love this. But a week later, you're like, I want to crush it. I want to Yeah, that's it. why I haven't released anything in fucking 10 years. Like I haven't, I haven't put out a solo album in like 10 years, bro. Yo, tell me why though. So you, you did, arche- so, so you, you did Archaeology, right? That was the first one. And then the second one was Walking at Night. So, but that was 2011. So like, can yeah. you, what do you remember about making those two records in particular? So Archaeology was like a compilation pretty much of like shit that I've been doing for the past few years. Like I didn't sit down to make an album. I was like, wait, I've just been making songs like yeah. every day fucking the past few years. I'm going to pick out the best ones or whatever. And at the time, they're not that good anymore. <laughs> I liked them the best at that time. Put those out. Um, but I don't know. I was fucking. I was a wild motherfucker. So there's all. I'm all over the place on that. You know. <clears throat> I got like some violent songs, some political songs, some fucking depressing songs. You know, this, that was my life at the time. And then walking at night, I was real wild. <laughs> and I just, but I, but I had my own crib at that. I had my own little spot. Like I had a basement. I rented a house with like five of my friends and I had like the whole basement to myself. So I like really made a studio down there and did that. But yeah, walking at night, I don't know. It was, it was a wild time for a lot of us. Was it, day. what do you like remember specifically? Like, I mean, like, so you tell me what Dead Rabbits is. I know it's like a collective kind of, you know, from. Like, I couldn't even tell you what it is right now, bro. <laughs> but but what, how did it start? Like, what, what did it start as? 
it started it started as like as me uh my guy grim diabolic and then cole and taboo which are brothers and basically we were like we all fucked with each other but like some of us fucked with each other and then didn't like the other ones or whatever not necessarily didn't like each other but we were like we figured out like we're the motherfuckers that are like kind of the best out here that are actively doing shit and i really i think it was like when we like we used to throw a lot of shows and then all of a sudden like this pay to promote the the play the what do you, what do you call it like pay to play pay to play yeah yeah right. and it was like all of our shows were like nah if you want to play here you gotta like open up for rock him and sell 30 tickets and shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know the deal yeah and we were like uh nah how about we just come to your show and beat the shit out of everybody and you and the fucking performers and everybody. So we literally like, we're just on the phone and we're like, and I, I was watching gangs of New York at the time. And I was on the phone with fucking tabs and Cole. And I was like, dead rabbits. I just said it. Like I wasn't even paying attention to our conversation. Cause we were trying to think of a name. And I was like, hell yeah, dead rabbits. Like, yo, that's a good name. Like a good name for what? <laughs> like, for us, dude. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, dude, let's do it. So that's it, it really started as like a collective of like we fucking hated everybody. Yeah. But we fucked with each other and we were like it was it was kind of like it was like some violent shit. <laughs> but it was also it was it was, it was like a gang that wasn't really a gang, but it was also like yeah. It was like a creative thing like you know, I wanted it to be like yo, let's get all these motherfuckers down that are dope, all these people that I've been fucking with for years. And then it turned into like everybody had like a few motherfuckers they've been fucking with for years, but we're all fucking insane. So it's like, yeah, let's put 20 of the craziest people in Long Island and, and New York City just like room together <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, like, with a bunch of other motherfuckers. And it was just like always fights and fucking we didn't get much done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, that's what we're it is. Like, still, yo, now we got motherfuckers in like every country is in the crew and shit. So like, I don't even it fucking got out of control. Listen, at the, <laughs> at the end of the day, you guys were creative and it seemed to be like a lot of fun and stuff. And and growing up, you know, in the music scene as well on Long Island, what I realized was hip hop, like there wasn't really that many hip hop groups. It was like Ancient Tongue, which we were friends with. Uh, we yeah, Ancient, that- Tongue was, Ancient Tongue is, was like in Dead Rabbits for a little bit, but I think um, they were like, we did a show with them and I fucking, some steroid dude in Patch Hog was like talking shit while we were on the stage. And I, I took a fucking like a giant monitor off the stage. I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. I took the fucking monitor and threw it at this motherfucker like off the stage. Yeah. I think Agent Tongue was like, yo, dude, I think these motherfuckers are crazier than we thought. Like, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I love, those are my guys. But I think they were like, uh, dude, we just want to like smoke weed and make cool music and shit. And we're like, nah, we're going to fucking kill everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hey, man. You know, you got to respect it. Uh, shout out to that you know, steroid guy from Patchogue, man. Hopefully he's doing okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but also the Day Laborers was another group and they were, you had them on your second record, right? I have, do I, are they on Walking? No, I don't have anybody on Walking at Night, but they're on. Oh, then it was the first record. record. Yeah, those are my guys still to this day. Yeah. Um, I love their, all their shit that they've ever done. Super talented. Um, yeah, INF fucking really introduced me to, to a lot, like, they were in a crew called Anti-Stars. You know about that? No. They're fucking dope. It's good luck finding any of that shit. But, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we used to, like, they. so Day Laborers is Aspect and INF, but then they were, like, part of a bigger collective 
called the Anti-Stars, which was Sidious and a bunch of other people. But uh, we used to fucking, that was like my team. You know what I'm saying? Like before we were Dead Rabbits, that was like, I had me and Grim, my guy Messiah Angels, Larry from Nassau Chainsaw. And then those dudes, um, we used to like, we used to rock shows all the time. Like every CBGB, everywhere, all over fucking New York City, all over Staten Island, fucking Brooklyn. So for like years, we were we were doing shit. But I think, honestly, I think I'm the only motherfucker that's like still doing shit still and not like, doing. fuck it, dude. I'm just going to join a union and fuck it. You know? like, I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not going to do that. But yeah. like pretty much everyone else that I've ever rapped with is either like dead or fucking in a union. <laughs> you know? well, I mean, Diabolic is still like, he is still making. Diabolic that. is still rapping and he's not dead and he's not in the union yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he uh i mean you want to talk i feel like that guy definitely hit his stride on his last few records oh, i feel yeah. like he, uh yeah like i don't think like he wastes a bar like he is nah, but I, I mean by like it's, it's it's nobody could argue that he's like one of the best motherfuckers to ever yeah rap you know i'm like, saying like just can't even you could fucking like him or dislike him but you like that motherfucker oh yeah Punch you in the face and I'll rap you like every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> Shout out to him. But um, yeah, yeah we man. Recorded it, lot, we recorded a lot of The Liar and the Thief in my mom's crib in Old Bethpage. Oh, really? I got to uh, say, Stand By. <laughs> Stand By is one of the, like, you want to talk about rah-rah, punch you in your face shit. You listen to Stand By off of Liar and the Thief. And, like, if you don't feel like beating somebody, like, <laughs> at least hitting them once. At least throwing a <laughs> monitor at someone once, you know, like during standby, like, you know, that song yeah. is bananas. Yeah, bro. That, I mean, that whole fucking album is, is it's a, it, that shit's an underground classic, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And um, a lot of it recorded in, in my fucking mom's crib. What, and then what, uh, fucking Southpaw had to fix that shit up. The, <laughs> like everything that we fucked up, like, all right, Southpaw, here, re record that, do this. So all the good, the shit that sounds good, Southpaw did. And all the shit that doesn't sound so good was at my crib. <laughs> so when when did you? Because somewhere along the way, I feel like you might be more into the production side than the MCing side at the moment. Um, is that like a valid statement? Nah, not really. I mean, it, it, yeah, and no. Like right now, I'm just like I get in in moods where I'm like I want to rap for like weeks or months at a time where I just like want to write shit. And then sometimes I just want to fucking make beats for a few months. So right now I'm on my beat kick, but but I've also been like I got songs recorded for a new album. I got <clears throat> I got I produced an album for AM early morning. <clears throat> and I'm on like three of those out of seven that I rapped on. I got me and Tabs just finished an album with that's got like 10 songs on it that I rap all of them that I produced. So I don't know. I like I like both, but okay. I like making beats. It's like I, I don't. I'd rather send beats to people than send verses to people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like to collaborate with other. More, hey, let me get on your album. Like, nah, dude, just here's this beat. You do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I like making the beats, and it takes me five minutes, and then like, you fucking promote this now. You put your shit on it. Like I already did. I'm done. I'm. I'm I moved on to the next project already. You know. Yeah, man. That's how. Yeah, I. I completely understand that. Like, as soon as we're finished with an EP. It's like, you know, after like a month or two, I'm at, like, I'm always working on new music. And it's like, uh, it's like you're constant. I'm constantly chasing that high of finding that right chord progression to be like, okay, this is, you know, it's like, once you get that song, like right now I'm waiting for mixes from our engineer and it's, 
It's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my boy Jess. You you were talking to Jess about his equipment. It's a digital too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, all right. I, I wanted to also bring up something that you did, but before I get to Dirty Southside, um, somewhere along the way you decided to move to Chicago. Like, what was the reasoning beyond that? I don't know if I could really talk about it that much, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen. Basically, I was I went on an adventure. You okay. Know what I'm saying I'm, a, I'm an adventurous kind of guy, and I was like. I came out here and I was like, yo, these motherfuckers, like all my, all my guys, like I said, like already at this point, it was like right after I had dropped Walking at Night. It was, so it was like 2011. And I just felt like nothing was really popping out there anymore. Like, I don't know, New York was like, like I had already done everything. Like every venue that there is to perform, I already did that shit. It, it, you know, like, it, and it was like, nobody was really on the same shit that I was. All my people were like, just like, either having kids or getting fucked up on dope or, you know what I'm saying? Like just, or like, you know, that's it. Like they either got married and like live in a house now and don't hang out no more or they're fucking on dope or they're in jail or some shit. And I was like, it sounds like Long Island for sure. Yeah. And that's the thing. Long Island, Long Island fucking sucks. Like, yo, that shit is fucking trash. I fucking hated that place. Like, you know, I, love, I, rep long, I got a Long Island tattoo and shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, bro, that shit. Like, if we wanted to hang out right now and I live in, where do you, where do you stay at? I'm in West Bab. Okay, so, like, even for me and you to, like, hang out, you don't drink and shit, but let's say if we wanted to, like, drink, like, I got to drive for fucking half an hour to get, yeah, to yeah, come yeah. back out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then our other friend lives in fucking Riverhead or some shit, and then my other guys all live in Brooklyn. And like, to even hang out with your friends, it's, it's impossible unless you drive drunk and shit. Sure. And I came out here, and these motherfuckers were like, fucking freestyling in the street and spray painting shit and fucking everyone was fucking having dj battles and like i don't know it, it seemed like yo this wait these motherfuckers are still on this shit yeah you know what I'm saying it's not just like okay i'm i got a job now and i don't really want to rap anymore i'm like yo no these motherfuckers are like fuck that we're like 30 years old fucking we're still in a fucking graph crew you know what I'm saying we're still out here fucking tearing shit up yeah i, I was mean- like I'm for I'm 43 out here writing songs like a jerk off, <laughs> but I love it. You know, uh, um, yeah, man. I remember when I went out to a uh, riot fest real quick, man, like, you know, we, we touched base and I had never met you, but you still hit me up and you were like, yo, if you need X, Y, and Z or whatever, anything you good. And I was like, damn, I'm like, this dude is official. And it was just on the strength of knowing like Sullivan and whoever else from, from over there. And I was like, nah, man, I'm good. And I was like, you going to Riot Fest? You're like, I don't go to festivals. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? I, oh, I can get some tacos around here. <laughs> I do, but not over there. Not over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were staying, we were staying in some, <laughs> some fancy area and shit. W- w- what are some of the best things of Chicago aside from, like, the music? I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, we got pretty good fucking gangs out here. <laughs> All right, yeah. A lot of good fucking killers. Yeah, that's half. That's so, half our fan base. We've so read. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Chicago's a shit, bro. I mean, I really, I like the people out here. Chicago is, a, it's like a bunch of crazy motherfuckers, just like New York. You know, everyone yeah. thinks that everyone from New York is crazy, that which we are, but everybody out here is fucking wild as fuck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I, trust. But me. everybody here, for real, everybody's really cool out here. Like. So when I came out here, like everybody welcomed me into their lives and their homes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody out here is really cool. The food's like it's fat ass people food. 
<laughs> everything's fucking greasy. Yeah, hey, talking my like, language. It's, it's, a, it's a place, bro. So like, you know, everybody's. I don't know about everybody because there's probably some normal people, but everybody that I know, yeah. you know, we all fucking kick it, have a good time, fucking have each other's backs and shit. It's a, it's a, it's a cool fucking city, man. I like it a lot. So, um, tell me about Dirty Southside Volume One. I know you put out like some some instrumentals. How'd that come about? Yeah, that was just me fucking being bored, I guess. <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm just gonna make some fucking beats. And it was basically like I didn't want to rap at the moment, and I wanted like just some chill shit for me to listen to, almost like <laughs> for me and my guys to just kick back and listen to. Yeah. So they're all like all those beats are kind of like real, real like smooth, like calm, slow, real slow tempo. Yeah. I don't even smoke weed, but it's like to smoke like music to smoke weed and just because <laughs> I'm I'm fucking high strung. So <laughs> sometimes I just make music for you myself. Gotta, you, you it's like come. meditation, you know. Like I need some shit like Portishead, but Portishead uh, ain't putting out shit like this, so I got to do it myself. Nah, they, they are <laughs> putting not. out nothing. <laughs> they, they're putting out nothing, and I'll tell you this: <laughs> you don't want to put out another Portishead album? I'll put one out for myself. Yo, the first two Portishead records are fucking life changing. I remember when I first heard Dummy. It was one of those like groundbreaking moments, like when I when I first heard the first Diggable Planets record. Like it was one of those things where it's like this is everything. This is mm-hmm. like this is one of the greatest pieces of music ever. Um, the sure. second the second record very much so, and then they went away and they put out third, which I don't really like third. Nah, I don't either. Because it didn't. I gotta have- go back and try it again, but I, I don't think that yeah, I'll go I'll back feel and try any it. differently about it. I don't know. Just it didn't, it didn't have the hip hop. It is the is the fucking live at the right. Westland. That shit is. Oh, that's amazing. That shit oh, is yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> but it, it just didn't have like Jeff didn't throw that hip hop vibe to it. It was more no. of like a Radiohead like bleeps. And was bleeps. Andy Smith even on it? The DJ? The, I don't think so. I don't even know if he you know he missed his cuts and everything like that too. You know. But um, so have you heard that uh, who what was that Hus King? He put oh. out Portis Hus. Portis Hus, yeah. No, I don't- I got to check oh, that out. Oh, oh it's man. good, man. Yeah. I mean, guys, it's guy, good. guys got a song named Beth Gibbons. Like, he's, like you know, <laughs> legit. Oh. Um, yeah, that, that record in particular. But, all right, so that, that brings us, like, if, if you want to talk about, I asked you to pick five movies that help you or maybe that, that, that kind of, like, fuel your creativity. <clears throat> so if, if we're talking about, like, mood stuff that you did on Dirty Southside, um, what are five movies that you feel maybe get you in a creative mode or maybe five movies that you just fuck with through your whole life? Yeah, I don't know if any movies get me. Like, when you ask me that, I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I never watch a movie and I'm like, I pause it and like, go start making a beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck that. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Blackboard Gardens, this dude yeah. just stabbed a fucking friend and threw him in the river. I'm about to go fucking make a beat right now. <laughs> except, <laughs> except Gangs in New York. You're like, yo, I got an idea. Yeah, well, that just was... Yeah, I don't know. That that just like fucking was maybe bad for the universe <laughs> for me watching that movie. <laughs> but I I'll, I made a list of what. Let's see, where, where's my movie list that I made? It's gonna be stupid too. <laughs> yeah, I see you got the blood sport poster on the wall behind you. Yeah. Shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out but to Frank I'm Frank Dukes. Like a boy, make <laughs> it fucking. All right, we got. I'm just gonna name movies that I like. That's yeah, man. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. like to, we like this. Is what we like shit like this. We like to know what makes you tick as far as like arts. And I don't even know if any of these. Uh, but all right, I'm gonna start. A Clockwork Orange is yeah. like like shit that I could watch every day. Yeah, and shit. 
like when I had a DVD collection, I had like five movies. <laughs> it was like Braveheart, Braveheart's yeah. one, A Clockwork mm. Orange, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, this might be your personality. Like, I was just like, I'm going to watch these every day. Like, I'm just going to leave these on all day. And shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else you got? <laughs> all right. I got, I got Forrest Gump. All right. That's a good because one. Because who the fuck, you know? Yeah. Who doesn't like, who doesn't fuck with Forrest Gump? Nah, yeah. Shout out to Jenny for coming back with uh, AIDS. <laughs> Raise my kid, Forrest. I know something that you want to talk about Escape from LA, so let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, um, I mean, listen, John Carpenter is like fucking, I mean, the guy makes amazing scores on top of making amazing movies. And it's, um, Escape from New York was something I watched as a kid and I couldn't really, like, it kind of, I don't want to say it bummed me out, but it like it made me feel like the world was unsafe. You know, I was watching, I don't know how old was I, maybe like seven or eight, and I couldn't comprehend. I was like, this universe that was created, and I'm like, damn, I'm like, even even the hero was like an anti-hero and Snake Plifkin yeah. and shit. So what do you remember that? I just watched that. I just watched Escape from New York like a couple of days ago, just for the fuck of it too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I for some reason, I, I, everyone is like Escape from LA is like the corny ass version. Yeah. But I don't know why I fucking love that movie, dude. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's even like even the like like John Carpenter's scores. Like people don't give him that credit. Like, oh man, I just watched a video the other day of like all, like all the the equipment he was using and like the way that he would like do little chord progressions and shit. Like, uh, and like he would, he would, like at that time, there was no really like Pro Tools and shit. So, like, you had to like have like one synthesizer is going like, din, 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 and the other one's going fucking, blah, the mood is fucking blah, yeah. doing all kinds of crazy shit. Then he's got like a rolling 606 doing the fucking hi hats and shit. <laughs> like, and he was going, you don't on, give him credit. He was going on tour just recently doing that shit, you know, like, with, so it was like his son and his nephew. And they were performing that shit with like the the movie scenes in the back, whether it be from Christine or the fog or whatever. And uh, man, just really cool. And and also speaking of what you were just you know uh, mimicking, which was the Halloween theme, um, that movie tested, and they didn't have that score, and it tested very low. And they're like, we need to do something. And then he went and wrote that fucking that whole score. And then it played and it fucking popped off. And it was like, yo, like, because that score was bananas. Like, it just, I mean, that's them. the fucking, that, that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's that as soon as you fucking hear, dude, I was in Mexico. I don't know when, whenever the last time I was allowed to travel, I was in Mexico for like Day of the Dead. And these motherfuckers had cumbia fucking mixes of that yeah. shit bumping in the fucking street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, like the fucking scratcher. That shit fucking made the fucking movie though. You know what I'm saying? Like when you think of that, all you think of is that fucking, that, that fucking song, you know? Yeah. How's your Spanish though? It's not that good. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Enough to get around get in, in Mexico. Spanglish and shit, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I live I live in a Mexican neighborhood, so you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can speak dirty ass Spanish yeah. a little bit. That's all you need. Yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all right. What what else you got in that movie, pal? That's it. All right. I got me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> <laughs> I that that was one of those movies that watching it in the theaters, like it, 
I belly like there's few movies that made me belly laugh. I think we brought up uh, maybe Austin Powers one time, um, but that movie in particular, like me, myself and Irene was just funny, like beginning to end, man. Just ridiculous. I think, yeah, I think like I, I spent a lot of time watching comedy because I'm like a fucking crazy, like pissed. I'm always in a bad mood, but like not really in the, like, I just, I think I just don't like motherfuckers. I don't like people <laughs> to be yeah. around people. And so I'm just always like annoyed at things. So comedy, like I could just like sit by myself and just fucking laugh at something for two hours. And it like, it saves everybody else's life. It yeah. makes me better mood, <laughs> you know? Like I'll, I'll watch Harlan all day. I'll, I'll watch like from, from like the early eighties until he died. Like I'll watch every one of those fucking standups like ritually. I, um, the older I get, the less the things bother me, you know? Um, when I was like younger, like everything people would do would annoy me. And then like, once I hit like 35, I was just like, eh, I'm like, I don't care. You know? So like, I went the opposite way, but some people go the other way and the older they get, they're just like, I fucking want it. Like everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I went the wrong way. I've made a wrong turn. Yeah. I think my girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend made that turn too. Cause everything I do is just terrible. Like she hates. I mean, me. whose girl doesn't hate everything that they do. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend- right now just for being alive yeah she's like really she's like she's like you're gonna chew gum like that and i'm like what i'm like i'm watching tv i've been chewing gum like this when we met you didn't fuck that yeah <laughs> uh, um cool man uh, no, i got i got more, more movies yeah man Spit sure. out. runners up i got caddyshack on there too classic oh yeah classic I don't know. I could, I could, I mean, I got, I got movies for days, but I don't know how, how long we have to. No, yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, that's, that, that's a good collection of movies, especially Caddyshack. Just recently, I rewatched it and it still fucking holds up. And it's just, Ted Knight is great, but goddamn fucking Rodney Dangerfield is just it's so good. He's so fucking good, man. Like that, Caddyshack, Easy Money, and Back to School. Like, what a legacy! Like those three movies. To have. You think about all the the performances in that film to have them in one. I mean, Bill Murray kill, killed yeah. it. Chevy Chase killed it. Everybody. Rodney and Ted Knight is one of the most unsung yeah. roles of the film. You know, as the villain. Well, I, to this day, I'll say like when he's like when he's like his nephew, the dude's nephew is like. I'm gonna play like you'll play golf and you'll like it. Like I say that shit to people all the time. They're like, "No, I want a Modelo." I'm like, "You'll drink a fucking Bud Light and you'll like it." And you'll like it. Yeah. I, I love quote it. Ted Knight all the time. I love drowning. World needs shit. ditch diggers too. <laughs> um. All right, man. So that brings us to some some music talk here. Um. Yeah. I I love the production you do. You know, it, it has a lot of flavor, a lot of soul to it. Like anytime I click on something. Uh, you know, I don't know, maybe you're just connecting with me on, on that audio level, which is why I, I appreciate everything that you do. So I just wanted to know if you give me five hip hop records that you feel are kind of like the Mount Rushmore as, as, in terms of uh, production. Okay. I'm going to start it off. Fantastic damage. That's it. Yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from Funk Crusher Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Or- Cold vein, but oh, for man. me, Fantastic Damage. I'm and I'm only saying this because I fucking hated Fantastic Damage when I first heard that shit. It was the worst shit that I had ever heard in my fucking life. I was like, "Yo, this is fucking trash." <laughs> and and I was like, "Yo, let me go back to this shit." And I'm like, "Yo, this shit's kind of whatever. Let me listen to it a couple more times because I like had the CD. I'm not, you know, I was like, let me, let me fucking listen to this shit." 
And the more I listen to it, I'm like, yo, this is fucking nuts. And like to me, to make something that I fucking hate, like a lot of my best friends, we like didn't necessarily like each other when we first met. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I didn't like this guy. But then, you know, you like th- those end up being your best friends. And Fantastic Damage was like that dude that I didn't fuck with. Yeah. But now <laughs> my guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that guy's going to every barbecue. That's my fucking dude <laughs> right there. But yo, um, let me talk. I completely get it, man. It's so the cold vein, the cannibal ox cold vein, shout out to vast there who will be on the show soon. Um, that, that record in particular LP is probably finest hour as far as production, um, fun crusher plus all that stuff. I mean, fire in which you burn was mind blowing. And then listening to fantastic damage, man, like it's like, I wasn't ready for it as well, but as time went on, like, I'm like, yo, this is, it was like five years ahead of my brain at that time for me personally. Yeah, same. You know, like it was like I would always compare his beats to like the Dillinger escape plan of like hip hop. Like you hear it. Right. There's like there's no fucking rhyme or reason. It's like exactly yeah, that's a good, good comparison. Because like you're you know, sometimes you're you're thinking of like uh you know, Eric B and Rakim and like that production where you're like, that's like sometimes we're so attached to what we feel hip hop is. Uh, that when you hear something like Fantastic Damage, you're like, damn. And to him, he's often said, he's like, to me, I thought I was just making like, you know, a Bomb Squad production. I was like, I guess it was, but like it with his own flavor, man. So, yeah, shout out to the LP records. Yeah. All right. What else? Next, we got Six Feet Deep. Yeah. Oh, nice. Grave Diggers. Yep. Yeah, Prince yeah. Paul. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that when I thought, I, when I, I bought that because I seen, I was in the store and I think I was in like Florida or some shit at the time. And I seen fucking Riz's face on the front. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Rat? I never even heard of it. I'm buying this shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. $10 or some shit. I fucking bought that. And I was like, again, I fucking hate it. I'm like, this is Wu-Tang. What the fuck is this? Riz yes. is on the front of it. Yeah. Where's and- fucking old dirty bastard and method man and shit. Dude, dude. What the <laughs> fuck is this? And then I, I like, it was the only CD I had on that trip. So I just kept on listening to it. And I was like, yo, this shit is, I've listened to it to this day, like all the time. It's it's funny when, you know, now we have access to everything. We've mentioned this before. When you buy that one CD or that one cassette, you're, like, you're like, I'm listening to this shit. And then like by the 10th right. listen, you're like, this shit's pretty good. <laughs> but like on that record, man, I first of all, 1-800-SUICIDE, when I first heard it, there was two two cassettes that I would listen to in high school on in ninth grade. Um, uh, 93 till infinity every homeroom. And then I would listen to that grave diggers cassette and man, two cups of blood is probably my favorite song yeah. on that record cool. because that beat and that beat and that reverse scratch is just, ah, so good, man. Good one. All right. Next. Yeah. Living proof yeah. group home. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I was going to say hard to earn. That's but, the shit. Yeah. But we said production. Yeah. So I don't know, man. To me, I still I got that shit on vinyl. I listen to it all the time. Like that, from start to end, there's no beat on there. There's no there's no fucking sound on that fucking record that is out of place. They got ble- <laughs> they got ble- they got blessed with that production for sure. They got fucking oh my god. god it's one of the best primo <laughs> outside of Gangstar. I think that record and and maybe Jay Ru's are, the, uh, are just uh, yeah. amazing. Outside his work outside of Gangstar, but. Man, suspended in time, all the stuff on there. I mean, that's one of my favorite Primo tracks. Period. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 the only person I ever met that I was starstruck when I met. 
You, you know, say, yeah, because I, w- <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I was walking to the bank in like uh, in Queens and he was on his phone and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, that's TJ Premier. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, God damn. I did. I'm like, yo, 30 years listening to you. He's like, yo, man, cool. And I just walked in. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's cool. I met him a few times. He's, he was always cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. So um, we- all right. Next, we got the infamous half yeah. to the infamous on there. Start to finish. Start to finish. <laughs> you want to talk about? You want to talk about goon? Put it on so it ends, bro. That's yeah. Goon music, like that's that's oh, yeah. like that's goon. The music. Blueprint. That's a blueprint. <laughs> um, and 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 it's funny you mentioned hard to earn because the infamous and hard to earn are the two records that I probably listen to the most. Um, I still listen to them the most. <laughs> <laughs> I do for real. What's what's your favorite song or, or the song that you really like to me? Eye for an eye. Like I don't rap, mm-hmm. but I, I know all the lyrics to Eye for an Eye. And like that to me is like that's like the track right there. My favorite song is is fucking Prodigy talking shit on the interlude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so skinny motherfucker, but it's all about who gets who first. <laughs> that is true. That's it's my a- favorite song on that fucking album. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them don't have. Some of them don't have that interlude. But uh, it's funny. And a lot of people like love hell. You put the question to the group once too, Sam. I think Hell on Earth and the Infamous. And I was surprised that it was even that close. I, I love Hell on Earth. Don't get me wrong, but the Infamous. I feel like the people that said Hell on Earth, it's just how old they are. Yes, you're mm-hmm. right. That's true. If you were alive when the, when you were old. If you were old enough to like listen to the Infamous, when, like, right. when did this come out? Ninety. 90- Five or some shit. Ninety-five and ninety-six were with mm. the two records. Okay, so I was like 12, 13, but I was an old twelve, thirteen, or whatever the fuck. Right, but like, right. You know, the people that just started really listening to music later, or you know, like girls or whatever, heard the song on the radio. <laughs> they're gonna say that shit. That's a but good once, point. Like yeah. really, really into that shit. Ain't nobody gonna. It is. I mean, Hell on Earth is a great, a great record. Great that's how we also we fall in with the Metallica albums too, Sam. I always yeah, talk about that too. Like, and Justice is your favorite. Yeah. Master, I'm a little older than Sam. Master Puppets is my favorite. Some people I hated the Black album. Some other people love the Black album. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, I, li- I like what the came black. out when you were discovering shit. You know? Yeah, I fuck with the Black. I fuck with the Black. See, when I was discovering shit, I was I probably the Black album was probably out already. Right? Like, what year did the Not, Black album? Not- 91 90 yeah, yeah, so, yeah so that like it was already and as far as i'm concerned that's the last metallica album <laughs> that's their their latest release is the black album that was the latest mm. <laughs> yeah coming in with their latest release the black album what have those guys been doing since 91 yeah. <laughs> they still uh, around all right give me your number five purple tape Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah, we're on par. Like, seriously, your picks, <laughs> like, we're on we're on par. That's my favorite Woo solo, but go ahead. That, dude. I mean, what, what, what could you say? I, I mean, that, that was life-changing. I, I remember buying that and being like, what is he doing in the back with this water? <laughs> <laughs> That's know? a chef, bro. Yeah, yeah, he was a chef for sure. He was but- cooking. He was, he was cooking. Right. Marvelous shit. Um, he was cooking that marvelous shit. <laughs> Ice water. Real good, like, from, the, from the time that that shit turns on and the little din, 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 din comes on, you're like, oh, motherfucker, dude. Like, I, I listen to that almost every day, literally, to this day. Mm-hmm. That I fucking mean, record. Ver- verbal intercourse, spot rushers, fucking Wu Gambino's Ice Water, Criminology. Every, like, 
everything on there, bro. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, I hate, I hate to pick, but like I, when I, when I think of my favorite solo woo, it's, it's just, it's always, uh, you know, Cuban links. And I know on one of your songs, you were talking about the first time you heard Iron Man, right? Didn't you throw that on one of your songs? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it was, it's, it's up there between Iron Man and, and yeah, yeah. to me, that's like a package, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like Iron Man and the purple tape. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, it's like that's like a double disc it's like a double tape cool <laughs> you know yeah like i'm not even gonna really choose but if i have to the purple tape <laughs> you know nah, yeah. and it, i think it was on go- on golden age and like a lot of the lyrics on on the, your song golden age i really like because um I, it was like everything that i grew up on man it was like just talking about 90s mixtapes 36 chambers cassettes skateboarding which i was huge into metallic and cypress hill which were like the two biggest groups for yeah. me um, I mean, that's, that's, that was my life, you know? Yeah. And the <laughs> fact that you mentioned one of the most important things that is valid, Tribe Call Quest did have the best bass lines. <laughs> Fucking... I was, I was going to put some Tribe records on, on yeah. here, but, but I had, they got knocked out. But, <laughs> they got knocked out by But But it's true. Like, you, you, hear, <laughs> you hear excursions, you hear bugging out, and you're like, this, like the bass on, yeah. you know. Um, so listen, I know you, 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 you got to do the L the sensei show. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up with the last question, which was, um, you know, we talked a lot of hip hop, uh, but now I, I really want you to give me five records that are not hip hop that have stuck with you through your life. Uh, cause I'd like to hear what those are. I, we kind of already went over a lot of them, but yeah, the answer is the first five Metallica albums. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, all right, perfect. Yeah, that's it. Lightning, Master and Justice for All, Black Album. But no, that, that's not really. But I did write that down. Um, and I'm not even going to pick one of those. I'm just going to put them all together as one of as my. One, albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Respect. Got, next after that, we're going to go to Vulgar Display of Power. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mouth for War. How do you feel? <laughs> Yo, um, so on the other show I used to do with George from uh, Mind Over Matter, which I'm sure you remember that band name. So uh, yeah. I used to do a podcast with him before he moved to Vegas, and we had Phil Anselmo on the podcast. And that oh, was no. w- that was one of my favorite treats just because I love that record so much. Um, everything on there, man. Just I remember when I first heard Mouth for War, it was like pretty mind-blowing. And, uh, yeah. and the production on that, um, so crisp, so- man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the record that I still listen to to this day. I since since I was a little kid and I bought that record, I bought the tape or whatever. I still listen to that shit today. Wow. Even though whatever, I know Phil and some of a fucking nutcase. Yeah. <laughs> but who is it? Yeah, 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 it makes it makes me nervous. You know, you're a little high strung. I don't know what happens if you listen to that album. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might, have, not, I might have to knock when this love what, hits. It constantly <laughs> like. It, uh, it's safer with me listening to that than if you put on like Bad Bunny and shit around me. Oh my god! Like if you put if you put on some shit that I don't like, yeah. Like you'll just see me in the room. I'm like fucking taking my gun out and shit. Yeah. Like yo, yeah. yo, motherfucker, are you done with this fucking song? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? I don't know. I don't know Bad Bunny, but I know that don't. he's. I know. I know who he is. I know he's a Spanish guy. Uh, I don't know anything that he does, and I get him confused with Bad Barbie. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, maybe they'll do a song together. Bad but... baby, you talking about the Cash Me Outside girl? 
Oh, is that is it uh, baby? That's I what was, I thought her name was. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she could change it. Yeah. <laughs> we know Cash Me Outside. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So. Uh, All right, I'm move. I'm moving next. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Time. What song? Time What's to that? shine. My next album. Which one? Time to shine. E Town Concrete. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Know okay. That. I know the band. I don't. I didn't. I don't know that record. Oh. Yeah. You should go. You should probably go back and check that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know that they were. Yeah, that, that's one of that's one of the albums that like when I first heard it, loved it. Still listen to it to this day. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Sullivan have buddy time to shine tattoos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, get them up. I love that. Guy, man. <laughs> so I'm All three of us were. Yeah, man. I, I I get into very long, you know, midnight conversations with Sullivan sometimes. Our, our we usually just talk about Man of War on Facebook. Uh, Man of War or like uh, the White Rapper show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 fucking sorry. <laughs> you got anything else? White Rapper show. All right. I'm going to throw a, a one that maybe people don't think that I would listen to, but fucking Sublime. Sublime. <laughs> yeah. Which one? The, the, like the, the self-titled. Oh, self, self-titled. Yeah. The big one. Yeah. Fucking great. I listened to it today when I was on the toilet. <laughs> they're one I of the, love that record. They're, they're one of those groups that, like, I hate every band that sounds like Sublime except Sublime. <laughs> Fact. You know, if you saying? listen to anything like like 311 or whatever, slightly retarded yeah. or whatever the fuck these other shit is, get the strap. <laughs> like, get know, the strap. That's important. Sublime <laughs> is not, for some reason, to me, isn't corn. I don't know how they pulled it off. But they're like, they're yeah. hard. They just you know? seem like genuine scumbags and like degenerates that write really good music. And uh, it, it just like you hear like I don't you just hear wrong way, like lyrically, too. Like he was on point, like the shit he was talking about. I mean, the fucking guy uh, sang in Spanish, too. He, he had a Spanglish right. song, Caress Me Down. Um, yeah. yeah, man. So, yeah, I, I, I fuck with that album a lot. Well, and they're they're on the radio talking about like, yo, I got like I got something for your punk ass, or like I'm yeah. fucking stick a forty five down your throat. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. It's on the radio and shit, like people are singing along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sancho, man. I, you know, I hope he stepped off on that. Watch out for Sancho. <laughs> uh, yo, man, thank you for hanging out with us. And, yeah, uh, man. What do we like? When's a new record coming out? Um, I don't have I. I, the vinyls are on the way for like this shit that I did with my guy AM early morning. Um, we didn't set a release date yet, but I think like probably around July. Cool, man. Whatever, what, whatever comes out, we will definitely push and throw out there, you know, so people that don't know what you do, hopefully they'll uh, know if, if we could, you know, from our world, our podcast uh, world, and because uh, I, I love your music, I love what you do, and uh, man, thank you for hanging with us. Yeah, I much appreciate, appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for listening to me fucking talk shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, all <laughs> anytime. Good. All good, brother. So, all right, we'll talk. All right, thanks, man.
dark.